debate amongst friends. Here we are. Wednesday. Doc here coming at you live with my man, the Professor John Gotti, the king of RNG, the troll master, the data analyzing ninja, the conqueror of his own fate. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the cleaner. The best podcasting machine. El Tranquilo. What's up, Johnny? What's going on, brother? Well, there's a lot of things going on, and there's a lot of things going off. And mm-hmm. the one thing that went off was this particular Atlanta Hawks team that said, we like our freaking water room temperature we left the ice tray in the freezer and we said we're gonna drink the water room temperature johnny i had the privilege of having reads you did yesterday i said on this podcast milwaukee cannot allow themselves to take the Hawks for granted if Trey Young does not play. Guess what, ladies and gentlemen? You saw it. Trey Young did not play, and the Hawks, the Young Hawks, the Bench Hawks, the savvy veteran Hawks dominated the Milwaukee Bucks, but of course that's not the headline, Johnny, right? No, it's not. And just before you finish off with that, this is now the second straight series. Well, actually now both series in which both Doc and Prop both said the team that needed to really, you know, put yeah. their staple in there. Punch it home. Did not. <laughs> did not. Um, but the, the, the major news, you know, really overshadowing how dominant the Hawks were even no, before it didn't, this it didn't happened. Overshadow it. it didn't overshadow it. I thought it, uh, I think the media, I think the media overshadowed it. It didn't overshadow it for us I, because I, I we love basketball. I would say that it exposed the Bucks. Didn't expose anything to me because I said that yesterday. I, I just said, said this. That. I know That's why I'm saying like, I just it said it. everyone else because, because the only time people want to listen to the show is when we make a outlandish read about a player, and then he decided he wants to drop 30-something points. But see, here's the thing about that. <laughs> I said this yesterday. Number yeah. one, I, I said, I asked, I posed the question, is Giannis losing his superstar status, right? I said that. this yesterday. You said no, the media will not let him. Now, he will rise back up to the superstar status because if the Bucks now lose the series because he can't play, that elevates his stock. But what does that do for what I said about Middleton yesterday? It says you can't potentially build a team around Chris Middleton. He has to play that Robin, right? Yeah. Or this goes to what you said and exposes Mike Budenhoser, who was like, Mike Budenhoser looked like the coach from, um, <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to compose myself. He looked like freaking Bud Kilmer. 
from freaking high school football movie. Yes, I'm talking about Charlie Tweedy. I'm talking about Lance Harbor. Yes, yeah. I'm talking about my man, John, not Gotti, nope. right? Not Gotti, but Moxon. <sighs> am, am I now crazy to say that no matter what, Mike Boothnose would need to be fired? Like, I've been saying this. Varsity Blue, sir, is what I saw in his face. It was the exact moment when Lance Harbor went down and the whole crowd kind of was just sitting there with tears. Did you like the dramatic pause there? Like, like, I wanted to make sure you enjoyed the dramatic pause there. Varsity was, Blues is what. You could drop a pin in that arena last night. It was just dead, like... I know people like to make fun about Derrick Rose and what happened with him in Chicago, but like, yeah, I don't understand how real it gets. Like when he no. went down again and people started saying, no, no, like that's real. No, it is. I, I get trolls want to troll, you know, and good on you, but like, wow. So yes, the, the Giannis knee, it's not even an injury because we don't know exactly what's going on yet. Well, they said he hyperextended it. I mean, it, I saw and, it. And I was going to get to that part in a second. So yeah, I definitely saw that. Right oh, you, now, mean when they, you mean when they first saw it, they were like, oh, my God. Like, Yeah, people you like, know, thought that his he, career is over. Know, absolutely cracked the kneecap and, like, because it, mm. it didn't look brutal, but it was a hyperextension. I mean, but, one an extra, you know, step or one inch further, and we're looking at, that thing, that Paul George kind of just like all over yes. again. That leg just kind of snaps. Um, but carry on. So we don't know the extent of the actual injury. We know that it's sure. hyperextension. Hyperextension is not an injury. Yeah, it's really not. It's yeah. what comes and, from and the hyperextension. Exactly. And of course, I can't speak so much on that. Doc, of course, you know, he had these type of injuries in the past. Um, it yeah. can absolutely destroy your knee. MCL, ACL, meniscus, right. like it there's so much stuff that's happening. And what I am happy about is the fact that they chose not to bring him back into the game, which is what I was texting you about yesterday during the game yesterday, uh last night. I mean, because if he was to come back in that game and get hurt further, oh, Bootenhold is fired, the whole staff is fired, the GM's fired. Are you kidding me? Well, to be honest with you, you know who the first person that probably called him was, right? Kawhi Leonard. He was like, man, I know you want to go back out there, but you're too young to be going out there playing this game. And um, I don't even know where you are right now. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm sorry. I don't, I, saying, I don't think this is a happy matter. <laughs> no, but, no, but he would have tried to make him a – but, you know, Kawhi and, you know, Kevin Durant, you got a couple people that probably – I know, you know, LeBron obviously tweeted and all that stuff, but they probably called him and say, hey, listen, take care of yourself, right? Yep. Giannis is a young guy. So yeah. I, I think if I'm him, I'm thinking to myself, like, I know you're so close, you know, to going to the finals, and you're thinking to yourself, I have to be strong and I have to be, I have to be there for my team, but 
this is where your team has to step up and, and somebody he else is, is going to have to step up. He's 23 years old. He's hitting his stride in his prime mm-hmm. right now. Honestly, win or lose, like, don't play anymore. Honestly. Yeah, I, I can agree. Uh, if you're not healthy, don't do it. Um, especially against against, like I said, John Collins and freaking Clint Capella. I just feel like they, I just feel like they, they should be able to beat the Hawks, man. Like, I know it's hard without Giannis because he, he does so much for the team. Um, but with the likes of Bobby Portis, um, obviously, Brooke Lopez would have to step his game up. They got some pretty solid people, you know, obviously, you have a younger Antetokounmpo on the team. He might not be as skilled, but hey, maybe he can. No, don't be... don't put that out there. Don't don't do that to him. Don't. Do he's not as him. skilled, but he's not as skilled. Don't. I'm don't... being honest. And, and I understand that, but I don't want people to have the preconceived misconception. People already that... have the preconceived oh, notion that have... he's an Antetokounmpo. Oh my, that's so stupid. We can have double Greek freaks. Greek freak the second. <laughs> so Doc, you mentioned how the Hawks win to tie the series 2-2 was overshadowed with the Giannis injury. And I sort of disagree with you. So for me, it just showed, and this is something that Doc talked about, started the playoffs. What is it that you really see in the playoffs? You see who has the most heart, who has the most will, the most determination to win. Even before Giannis's injury, Milwaukee did not have heart in this game. They did not have will in this. They were trailing pretty much throughout the whole game. You said two magical words in the beginning of your statement. You said to me or for me, representing John Gotti, the basketball purist, not a casual like some of these other people, but a true fan of the game. I'm going to tell you right now, I've been saying this since the Hawks. Really, I didn't say it during the Knicks series, but I no. said this during said the this Hawks. During the, during the, the yeah, the 76ers, right? Control John Collins and Clint Capella, you win the game. Obviously, no Trey Young. You got Bogdanovich. You got Lou Williams. You have Clint Capella. You still got John Collins. You got Kevon, right? Then you have Cam Reddish coming back from injury. You got Guy Lenari. Um, I like Agangu. Agang, Agangu, I think it is. I think it's how you say it. Yeah. Forgive me if I gung you. Um, he's a pretty solid player as well. But I'm going to say this. The fact that those guys stepped up in absence of Trey Young, holding Middleton to 16 points, 6 to 17 from scoring, zero, zero, zero mm-hmm. of seven from the three-point line is – I mean, that's it in a nutshell. Two for seven for Drew Holiday from three. Um, 
you know, again, Giannis before the injury, 24 minutes, 14 points, eight rebounds. Obviously, he was on his way to a pretty significant game uh, prior to the injury. He was shooting 70%, so it was pretty good. You made some notice of his air-balled free throws, um, which he went 0 for 3. Um, Like I said, I, I just feel like this is just a game where Milwaukee, they came in. I think they put so much emphasis on stopping Trey Young that this might have just been a game that they just decided to take. It's kind of like taking a pitch. And and I know it's ridiculous, um, but I feel like they took a pitch on this one just to see what. Doc, let me see if I understand this. Yeah, go for it. It sounds crazy, but. Did you just compare taking a pitch at one at bat to an entire game in a seven-given series? I did. I did. They took they took one just to see what that what is the a Hawks... major hit by pitch. <laughs> no, that it's not a, a hit. No, a no, no. I'm talking about taking hit a hit. I, I I didn't say take a hit. I'm saying taking a pitch. Like sometimes you just you take one, you let the pitcher just throw it to see what he has. Like that's taking a pitch, not taking a hit, but just taking the pitch. Gotcha. Oh one or oh, so listen, they're watching, up to watching the pitch. Yeah, they're gonna get by that. Two okay. balls, one strike, right? Two balls, one strike. You take yeah, one. The yeah, you take one just to see what they got, um, because you don't know what you don't know. You, you, Mike Budenholzer probably didn't even have a strategy. He probably just told his guys they don't got Trey Young. Go out there and just do what we stop, did last stop. game. I, I, I got something. Tell me. Yes. About that tell one. Me so quick. Yeah. Let me, let me tell you about Mike Budenholzer's strategy. It doesn't exist. He has. It could exist. Um, no. no. I, I don't know if this team was built around what he wants, or if it was built around something completely different. Maybe this no. is what in, Giannis in, wants. In fact, someone on Twitter, a Bucks fan, apparently he was a Bucks fan. I made sure to verify with his other tweets, mm-hmm. not like the past few days, but like the past few years. He said Mike Budenholzer is the NBA version of Jason Garrett and. Freaking Yikes. Dallas. So he, he just called him a clapper. <laughs> wow. So he's got nothing, you're saying. He got nothing. Dang. Um, you and again, me, you want me to tell you why? Because and as much as we say this about the Clippers, Tyler made the adjustments. Yeah. He did. And again, I mean obviously losing Zubak was kind of rough, but taking Batum out. Um, you know, removing Mike uh, Marcus Morris out for the one game and putting him to yep. the bench. I mean, it's like you, you do have to just shuffle around. But um, in this situation, obviously, Mike B is just, you know, he's looking through this roster. And now you got to sit there and say, who's going to be the guy? It has to be Chris Middleton. It has to be Drew Holiday. Yep. You're most likely going to bring Bobby Portis up, right? Because um, PJ Tucker is not hitting the, the the corner three consistently, even though he didn't want to do it in Houston, he's still not shooting as well as he used to from the corner three. So you can't really rely on him to get you no more than the eight points, maybe ten that he he gets you. Um, but we're gonna have to see more of the old Brook Lopez in the block doing post moves on Clint Capella, right? We're gonna have to see Chris Middleton take that next step to superstardom. Like that's what we're gonna have to see. <clears throat> or or Johnny, guess what? This series, it's over if they can't do that. I still think this might go seven. Without Giannis, I don't think so. I'll say so. this. 
I say, I, obviously, Giannis is more important than Trey Young, right? Of course. And I say that because, as I just mentioned previously, Bogdanovich scorer. He's streaky, but he's a scorer. We already know what Captain Lou gonna give you. I mean, he he can do it, right? Lou Williams can do it. Cam Reddish, young player, but we know his pedigree. And which I think is the all time, or I guess the major factor here is Gallinari. Because between yes. Gallinari, between Gallinari, Bogdanovich, and I'll say Kivon. I will agree. I feel like if you can't contain those three guys, this goes beyond Clint Capella and John Collins now. Those three guys now are the key. Lou Williams is going to get buckets. We know that. But Gallinari, Bogdanovich, and Kivon are the guys now that the Bucks have to stop. But how can they who, – who does – who steps up now to play defense against those guys? You, you're losing one of your best defenders. PJ Tucker now is going to have to go against who? Who are you, who are you going to stop? You want to take out Bogdanovich, PJ? That's fine. Lou Williams will dominate you. You know what I'm saying? Like who does PJ now guard? You know who's Middleton? You know, so that's where this series is going to be won and lost. Uh, I just feel like without Giannis, that defensive, I would say anchor. Atlanta might, if he doesn't play, Atlanta might win the next two games. I agree. With that you. hyperextension, yeah, that hyperextension is as bad as it looked. It's over. <sighs> but here we go. Just, just a quick quote, right? Go for it. PJ, PJ Tucker says, we just thought we were going to walk in and win the game. We didn't do anything to show that we wanted to win this game. We were flat, and our guy's injury was just another piece of the puzzle to us losing. That speaks on bad coaching. Literally, that just speaks on bad coaching. I mean, Middleton, we'll see what happens with Giannis. It would be great if he plays, but if not, we still have a capable team of going out there and winning. That's uh, that's an attitude that you should have. Of course. But... But again, what PJ Tucker it, said it starts with this team begins and ends with Giannis. And it's a shame to say that because it shouldn't yeah. have to be that way. No, it shouldn't be. But it is. It really is. I know this. And you know this, Doc. Oh, yeah. The only people who don't know this yet are the Bucks fan base, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, you know, not all fan bases are as hard on their teams as us, obviously. Um, you know me. I mean, they're buns until they're not, right? And even even, even at that when point, they're, they're still buns, buns. They're still buns to you, even though they won. When have they not we're been buns? When, when have they not been buns? We're not going to uh, exactly. go there. Exactly. Exactly. Let's not go there because, you know, it, the team is buns. I'm going to tell them that they're buns. Hey. You know, and, and they're not playing up hey, to the capability. Hey, I already warned you about how my Knicks were heading into the playoffs. So, and I disagreed heavily. Hey, it's fine. So, tonight, <laughs> yes, tonight, game uh, we six. have game six exactly. Um, in LA, which I feel like 
it should be over. It's it's just the way that that Phoenix plays. Um, one game they come out kind of uh, next day. Next game they come out really clicking on all cylinders. Um, I think I'm going to try my best to stay awake. I hate these West Coast games, man. Like they're always so late. At least it's not like eleven o'clock yeah, or ten thirty. It's not like a nine o'clock start time. For like yeah, Central time for me, it's eight o'clock, which is bad. Yeah, yeah. But the nine o'clock sometimes can be pretty rough on ESPN. I'm gonna do my best to watch because I believe here's here's the problem now. Now the Clippers have confidence. You know something? I could see why you would say that, Johnny. Um, I could see why you would say the Clippers have confidence. But let me tell you about confidence. It's a scary thing because um, they can be overconfident. And on, I don't think there's a reason for them to be overconfident. Yes, they've won two games. Yes, this is exactly what happened in the previous series. But the Suns. Two series. Yeah, the Suns are not the team to go down, you know, 3 1 or 3. Like, this is just not the team that you can three times in a row convincingly so it's not going to be easy um and i'm actually thinking that phoenix is just going to close this out tonight i'm hoping uh, so i'm, nah, really I'm not hoping, hoping. what hope i said. Is for do- hope is for dope well i already told you what i said happened like they needed to win game five if they won game I mean, five it would have helped them it would have helped them both on a strategic level and in the eyes of many other casual critics because of course, honestly, I just feel like it, it wasn't a good game. Obviously, DeAndre Ayton didn't play well, um, but I don't I haven't seen him not play well two games back to back in the playoffs. So um, I just feel like this is the game where it's just going to click. Phoenix is going to go to L.A. just like they did Denver and beat them on their home floor. You just got a million. Oh, I thought you just got okay, a million. I see what you did there. All right. Well, no, we you, you did a little thing. Far. You did a little thing with your hand. I thought you just oh, you just cashed a check. Uh, I thought you cashed a million dollar check, and yeah. you know I thought no, I, I thought you went to Helen's office and she was telling us the check came in and it cleared. And no, I was like, yes. no, but now that you mentioned it, Helen had to go to <laughs> the office today, and she heard yesterday's show. Yikes! And she was a little upset because you know I was supposed to be that buffer for Doc not to say a lot of controversial things, but. <sighs> You know, I she, said she, nothing. Put, she she put me on warning, so you know I just have to be a little bit more cognizant. She just told me to you know make sure I drink some orange juice and uh, wow, make sure I just not be too sleepy for the next show. <laughs> hey, and be sure to take your take your vitamins and say your prayers too. I mean, always okay, do that. we're not gonna go there because hey, exactly you you're talking about controversy. Yeah, that's a controversy. <laughs> it wasn't <laughs> vitamins, right? <laughs> yeah, they come up with an excuse. Like I, I get it, um, but. I'm looking forward to the basketball game tonight. Um, it feels like a Friday right now. I can't believe why it feels like this right now. I don't know what it is, but I was going to say, you know, be sure to tune in next week, right? <laughs> but it's <laughs> definitely tomorrow. Uh, but I know you heard this podcast on your favorite podcast platform. If you didn't, you can always go to our website at www.debateamongstfriends.com. Be sure to tune in Monday through Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as we go over more news, more analysis, and the reads.